You are listening to the Girl Boss Chat Series podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Richardson. Just to give you a little bit of a backstory on who I am, I am a life coach for female entrepreneurs, and I also am the founder of the Business Builders community, which is based in New Zealand. Whilst I now call Christchurch New Zealand home, I am originally from Australia and made the move over the ditch about 12 years ago now. I'm super passionate about the girl boss community and surrounding myself with like-minded women. And I realized that there was an opportunity to create a platform to share stories of other women in business, to inspire and to motivate and to help build a really supportive community of girl bosses in New Zealand. Hence the creation of this podcast. I really hope that you get as much value out of this as I have from creating it. And I would absolutely love any of your feedback with regards to the podcast. I want this to be a platform that you love listening to. I want to be delivering interviews and content that you want to hear. So please definitely get in touch. Without further ado, let's jump in. Hi, Caitlin. How are you? Hi, I'm really well. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you. I would just like to say thank you so much for joining me on the Girl Boss Chat Series podcast today. It is so awesome to have you here and I can't wait to um, chat with you and share your story with the rest of the world. My pleasure. I'm super excited to be here. Amazing, amazing. So, um, I mean, I obviously know you and who you are, um, but how about you introduce yourself to uh, the listeners of the podcast? Sure. Hi, everybody. Uh, so my name's Caitlin. <laughs> my name's Caitlin Taylor. I'm a style coach, personal stylist, uh, and an everyday fashion blogger. Um, so I guess what I do is I write blog content and social media about everyday style um, and giving women inspiration on how to look good and to elevate their style and feel really good every day. Uh, and I also work one on one and um, run workshops with uh, women and men, um, but mostly women, mm-hmm. and help them kind of get their wardrobe sorted, get their style sorted, really nail their own personal style and help them feel amazing um, and stylish and put together every day. Fantastic. That sounds amazing. How how did you get into that? Uh, so I've worked in fashion my whole career, which is quite funny actually because at school I never thought that that was a thing. Um, I guess I wasn't like what you would call a traditional creative, so I couldn't really draw or paint or anything like that, um, but always loved clothes. Um, and when I was at uni, I got a job in Brisbane in, with just a really small startup label, um, kind of helping out just their Man Friday, kind of doing all their dispatch and doing their customer service and um, that kind of stuff. And I was really lucky to get in with this label at the right time. And the label grew and my skill set grew um, from there and kind of have stayed in the fashion game ever since. So it's been one of those things where I've been really lucky to be working in the field for um, you know, quite a long time now. So I started mm-hmm. when I was like seven because yeah. you know, I've been in it 15 years. So I was like really young. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just, I guess it's been a natural progression. And then I, I've, I've been in, um, PR, I've been in dispatch, I've been in production, I've been in customer service and obviously marketing and that kind of area. And then I, um, was lucky enough to work in Sydney for some magazines and work in a PR company, came back to Brisbane, um, helped the original designer that I was working for to open her first retail store and really enjoyed that engagement and that interaction and that, I guess, instant gratification that I got from mm-hmm. seeing women 
look amazing and seeing their faces light up when they put the right clothes on their body. Mm. Um, so that was kind of like a bit of a penny drop moment for me. And um, I think it was actually my mother said to me, like, you're amazing at, at just knowing what work on women's bodies, but also how to explain it and how to talk to them through it and that kind of thing, you know, really well. So why don't you look at, you know, people paying you to take them shopping? And and personal styling wasn't even the wasn't even a thing. This is I mean, we're yeah. talking ten years ago, mm-hmm. um, you know. And so, uh, yeah. But friends, friends and family would always ask advice as well. And so my mum kind of planted this seed. And the more I kind of thought about it and looked into it, um, it kind of became a little a little light bulb moment that kind of grew. And by then, I'd also mm-hmm. actually started the blog. So. Okay. Um, my blog's called Chasing Kate and it's funny because my hu- now husband actually came up with the name um, because we had this idea of this girl, this this logo, right, or this image of this girl in a skirt like flicked out behind her, right, that was in our heads mm-hmm. yeah. for the blog. Um, and we were kind of like, oh, chasing skirts? But that sounded a bit dark. <laughs> we were like, no, it's, 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 not that, it's not that kind of blog. It's not Tumblr. Um, so... He kind of kind of came up with Chasing Kate. So that was the name of the blog first and that's now the name mm-hmm. of my business. Um, yeah, so the blog kind of grew from there, became a place for me to have a conversation about fashion. And my very, very, very first blog post was called If You've Got It, Flaunt It. And basically mm-hmm. it was about getting women to learn to embrace the body that they've got, which is a theme that I feel like I've carried through um, you know, the blog and my business. So I'm, it's mm. really important that for me that women and men, again, um, learn to actually first accept and then, and then love the shape that they are because that's who they are and that's what makes them unique and beautiful and amazing. Um, you know, and I think if we all tried to look the same, life would be really boring. Like the world would be mm. really boring. Yes. So, you know, it's really <laughs> important to embrace that uniqueness. And so I, I love that when I look back and think about it, that was my very, very first blog post. So for me, that message of um, acceptance and, and you know, loving your body as it is and embracing it as it is was there from the mm-hmm. beginning. So that was really, that was really yeah. cool. Yeah, so, beautiful. Yeah. It definitely sounds like you kind of had – whether it was conscious or subconscious, you had set the the values and the and the kind of vision for your business from from the very get go. Whether or not you realised it at the time, yeah, totally. And I think also that the boss that I worked for, that the owner of that um, that label in Australia, her name is Stasha Drake, mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful brand. And, and you guys should definitely check it out. Um, mm-hmm. She was always about um, again, like embracing different shapes and really highlighting different shapes. And I learnt so much of my skills watching Sasha design because she would actually get a roll of fabric and Sasha is she's a stunning six foot tall curvy size 14 woman like she's so beautiful Mm -hmm. and she would design by draping the fabric over her own body and so she would then under she'd understand the drape of the fabric and how it would how it would sit on a frame Mm -hmm. and then design around that so what was amazing is her her pieces that we had in store to play with you could actually see how the fabrics would translate when they when different women were trying them on. And I think that for me was, you know, the the power of what I do as well. And I guess in the technical sense is I can look at a garment and I can then recognize how it will translate onto a body. Um, mm. you know, and that's that skill and that that I guess underlying body acceptance message has come through, I guess, in my training from working with Sasha for um, years and years and years as well. So that's always been mm. a really nice. Like you see it, a really kind of an underlying 
and probably subconscious to some extent message that's always yeah. been there, which is really important for me now. And I think now in this day and age, like body positivity and body con is like such a kind of buzzword. But yeah. actually, what's the crux of it? Like we actually really need to get back to the, you know, it's not just about getting like Instagram likes, you know, it's actually yeah. about <laughs> getting women to understand and and to change their thoughts and change their perceptions of their own bodies. Yeah, absolutely. Now, did you imagine, so when you kind of, so you started off with a blog and then it transitioned into doing personal styling. Did you yeah. imagine what, that you would like be where you are now in terms of your business <laughs> and what you're doing? <laughs> no, I'm for a start. I'm, I'm, I'm an Australian, apologies. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Hey, hey, are you talking to an Australian? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I never even thought that I would, I live in New Zealand, um, but mm-hmm. my mum, um, had her own business. My mom's a physiotherapist and she's amazing. And I have to shout out to my mom because she's mm-hmm. a physio, but she does hydrotherapy, which I don't know if you guys know, it's in, it's in the pools. So it's in a mm-hmm. warm pool. Yeah. My mother is 65 and she wears swimming togs to work every single day. So what a bloody legend. Mother. <laughs> I know, yes. right? And, and, and she does like, I think that's where a lot of like, I guess, again, my innate um, body confidence and and like I guess that way of thinking has come from because my mom was always about what your body can do. Like we, I, mm-hmm. I don't ever remember my mom talking negatively about her body, like standing in front of a mirror and pointing out the bits that she didn't like and that kind of stuff. So I didn't grow up and I was very, very lucky. And with two young girls now, I'm super conscious of doing this myself. I grew up in a household mm. where there was no um, body, like, you know, attacking and that kind of stuff. Like she was always mm. really focus on other things, I guess, which is awesome. So anyway, so mum ran her own business. And I remember yep. thinking as a teen as a teenager, oh my gosh, that's so much hard work. I'm never gonna run <laughs> my own business. <laughs> and now, like 15 years later, 20 years later, I'm like, oh my God, I'm never gonna work for anybody else ever again. Yeah. So um so to answer your question, no, I didn't think that I would be here, but I think as yep. soon as I worked it out and it sounds like so cliche but this is my calling this is my thing mm-hmm. like I love doing what I do and I know a lot of people who dabbled in kind of um being a stylist and having a blog and and their intention was good but they've found other things it just hasn't stuck yeah. whereas mm-hmm. I feel like I'm super lucky particularly in this insta world I'm super lucky to still have a, a blog with long form content that's you know useful and helpful and expert and expert expertly written um yep you know but also um to be doing what I'm doing so I I started personal styling probably eight years ago and again Mm -hmm. to still be doing it and also to have made a transition to a new country um yeah you know was was super amazing as well but I think the penny drop moment for me is when so my husband's a Kiwi so we moved back I say to Auckland um seven years ago and I was lucky enough to get a job for a New Zealand designer in her marketing team, like on paper, dream job, like amazing mm-hmm. job, amazing clothes. But I just really missed engaging with women every day. Yeah. Like I missed that interaction. I missed that, that I guess that power that I could have um, helping them have these discoveries of, oh my God, my body's actually amazing if I put it in th- these particular clothes. Um, mm-hmm. And after about three months, I just said to my husband, I can't do this anymore. I need to go back to to doing personal styling. And I was so lucky that I had such a supportive partner and mm. he went, do it, just do it. Awesome. Um, yeah, totally. And I, you know, I worked I worked in retail again because like, that's, I guess, a skill I can fall back on. But I worked in retail part-time 
for yep. um, another two years to balance, obviously, the money coming in. And I actually got to the point, and you know, and you and you and I, Kylie, were talking about this before um, about yeah. when when's that point where you actually quit your day job? And mm. I was working seven days a week, you know, because uh, yep. I was working in in retail four days and working in the styling business three, and slowly kind of. Um, took the retail days down and I just went, I can't mm-hmm. do this anymore. And and quitting that job was the coolest thing ever because I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, <laughs> now I actually have to do this. And I think also as well, like my one of my my measures of success for me was when my business was making the same amount of money that I was being paid as a salary. You know? Yeah. And the and the and the justification because like there was a few detractors when I left my last job. They're like, is this even a thing? Is there a market for it? Do you think you can do it? Um, and the second that 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 kind of that figure ticked over, and I went, I'm now making as much money as I was working for myself as I was with yeah. somebody else. It was a hundred percent validated, you know. So, um, yeah, awesome. and I, like I said, I could, I don't think I could ever go back to working for somebody else just because I love the autonomy that I have. I love being able to, um, I guess, turn these thoughts and ideas that I have into things that actually happen in real life. Does that make sense? Mm, like blog posts yeah, yeah. and, and um, workshops and those kinds of things that you dream up, but actually being mm-hmm. able to do them and have people there and making an impact on other people's lives. That's, that's so cool that I get to do that. I get to talk. I get to so good. clothes for a living. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of women's dream jobs. I don't want to say all women's because, you know, I know not everyone's right. into clothes, but holy hey, shit, that's my, amazing. My dream job. Yeah. Totally. Your dream. So, that, yeah, and that, at the I'm end of the day, that's all that matters. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What would you, is it um, something specific or something in particular that you would say that is attributed to the most, um, the most to your success so far? Um, I feel like, being true to my message. So I'm an everyday stylist. I'm an everyday fashion blogger. So for me, so my little tagline is elevate your everyday style. So for me, it's not about, um, you know, attracting the rich and famous and, and people with like a, lots and lots of money. Yeah. I, you and I are my customer. Do you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. about women again and men who just yeah. need a little bit of help to feel good every day. And, um, so, yeah, I think just being really specific from the start about my who my audience is and what my message is. And that's not to say that I don't have designer pieces and I don't put them in the blog, but I'm so happy to wear a Trelease Cooper jacket over a Kmart dress. Like for me, yeah. it's about balance, you know, and it's also mm-hmm. about picking picking the right pieces to invest in um, and, and cost per wear is a big thing I talk about as well. So, um, you know, are you getting value for money out of your purchases? So yeah, that that finding that niche and that people often talk about finding a niche, particularly in the blog and the marketing world. Um, but I think there's a lot of um, women starting their own businesses, and I think people can kind of almost feel like sometimes, oh, it's just been done so many times. But if you find your specific audience and your person that you're talking to, I feel like you know, it hasn't been done because no one else, someone else has been doing it. You haven't been doing it. Yes. So, yes. Preach. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for this me, this is hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's yeah, it's that everyday, and I and I use the word everyday style and everyday women and all that kind of stuff so much. Um, but it's important that I get that message across that um, anyone can work with me no matter what your budget and that there's that I've got I guess a range of 
of options as well that cater to any budget. So, you know, obviously you can read the you can read the blog for free, but you can join my online styling group or you can book a one-on-one package to whatever level that you need. So yep. there's options as well. Yeah. So, yeah find your niche. Work, work out what your message is. And like I said, I'm my own customer in that I have the budgets that my customers have and I have the life mm-hmm. that my customers have. I have two young children. You know, I have a, a husband that works. We so have a, a busy social life, that kind of stuff. So I understand that you have 3.5 seconds every morning to get dressed, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So if I can make that easier for you, um, then that's kind of my job. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And I, I just I really, really love what you're saying about, you know, that sure there are other people out there in business doing maybe the same industry, you know, the same job that you want to do or the same career or the same industry, but yep. no one else is you. And there is more than enough space for everyone to be successful if they're being themselves and if they're following their true passions and their true calling and they, you know, path, you know, find their own path in the in the industry. So I, I actually love that. I, yeah. I talk about that all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I've got like some of my closest business buddies and actual true girlfriends are also personal stylists. Like, and, yeah, exactly. And people are quite shocked at that, but we're all so different. Like we, yeah. you know, and I, I feel like we're quite lucky in New Zealand because it's quite a small community that a lot of like, you know, I know a lot of, I know a couple of stylists through Instagram now who are in different cities and we'll often like refer to each other because yeah. You know, like obviously I can't necessarily do one-on-ones down in Christchurch or in Wellington or in New Plymouth. So I, I'll have reader, readers ask me and then I'll refer other other clients or other stylists. Yep. But, you know, I've got this little girl gang of stylists here, which I love because we bounce off each other. We're in the same industry so we can actually like, you know, get together and talk about some of the like the issues or the good things or what's happening and that kind of stuff. And yep. like one of them I, we often go to showings together and that kind of stuff so we're mm-hmm. actually seeing all the clothes and stuff together so I, I love that we're um you know we're not competitive in that in that way and I think that if one of us felt like someone who had come to us would be better suited to that other stylist mm-hmm. we would have no hesitation sending them to that stylist because I think that like we yeah. like I said we all have quite specific customers and the last thing that I want is for a, a client to come to me realize after the fact that I was not for them and then go to another stylist and complain that they've already seen a stylist and it didn't work. Like that's my worst nightmare. So I'd actually rather pass that person on to, you know, the best stylist for their fit from the start. So yeah, I think it's really important. Like don't, it's, you know, I mean, obviously don't sit down and go through your business plan with them, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I think that sharing of information and stuff is actually a really powerful tool. You know, and also just having those buddies that you can just bounce stuff off and they get it and you don't have to like spend the first half an hour explaining your business to somebody. Yeah. Really really good for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm a a huge advocate for community over competition. I don't like, I don't like, I refuse to refer to any other people that are in the same business as me um, as competition because they're not, we're different. Um, And I think it's, there's so much power to be had with, you know, with your girl gang, like having a tribe of, like you said, women that just, 100% 100% understand exactly yeah. what you're going through and um, yeah, not having to preface every conversation with a backstory on yeah, totally. on how your business model works. Um, yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. And I lo- absolutely love that you um, also acknowledge that there are clients that are not, you know, the best suited for you or, you know, in terms of you can't style them as well as somebody else potentially could um, just because it's not your ideal client. Um, and I love that you've got, you know, 
the the knowledge within you to then refer them on to someone else and not to also come from that place of oh I just need the money I just I just want to work with everybody um you're wanting yeah, the which, best for your clients which I, t- I totally do need the money like duh yeah but I think yeah. that like uh, you know so much and like the other thing that you kind of asked before about um you know what makes your business a success for me it's the referrals it's the word of mouth like yeah, I have so, exactly I would say seventy percent of my business is word of mouth referrals from existing clients passing me on to new clients. So why would I yep. jeopardize that by trying to get 100%. someone half-ass service just to make a couple of hundred bucks where I could potentially yep. ruin, my, ruin my reputation, you know? So oh, I, I'm exactly. conscious of that as well. So I think it's yep. it's a bigger picture thing. And I've worked too hard and I've worked too long to mm-hmm. make a name for myself. So, um, yeah, I don't want to stuff that up unintentionally because no. I would never do it maliciously. But I think that sometimes people just aren't a good fit and that's, that's yeah. totally fine as well. But I think also the fact that I've got a lot of content out there. So I've got obviously mm-hmm. social pages and the blog. I think that you get a pretty good feel for who I am yes. and yeah. my, my sense of style, um, mm-hmm. you know, and the way that I talk and the and, and where I shop and where I suggest people shop. I think you get a pretty good sense of that. To start yeah. with. So to be fair, I actually don't think I've ever had to pass somebody else off to yeah. someone else, yeah. but, I, but I totally would if I needed to. But um, yeah, yeah, I feel like that you get a good taste of who I am already before yeah. you're at the point of actually booking me. So that's always good too. Yeah. And I think that that makes a very valid point as well in terms of being really true to who you are and, and, and speaking to your ideal audience, because then you are attracting your clients to you. And there's, and like you said, they, they know who you are and they know what you offer and what your style is. And they know that they feel aligned to you. So you don't come up against those conversations, you know, totally. very often or, or at all, hopefully, um, where you're just like, oh, I really don't think we're a good fit. <laughs> and also I feel like um, it was like Oscar Wilde who said, like, don't be a second-rate version of someone else, be a first-rate version of yourself. Like I feel mm. like don't try, mm-hmm. don't go to somebody else's website and copy all their copy and copy their taglines and try and be like yeah. them because you think they're successful like that's just that's always going to come across as inauthentic like it's so important to work out your own and that's not to say that you can't use the same colors or the same kind of words and that kind of stuff I mean confidence is such a big word in this industry like you yeah, know I can yeah. help you be more confident but um and it's funny because my tagline for a long time was creating confidence through style and I've actually moved away from that to elevate your everyday style um, because I, I actually feel like confidence is almost now a given. I think it's like an expectation mm-hmm. that, that, that kind yep. of comes with my service. So, but I feel like, yeah, do, like I think it's important, it, you know, for the listeners, if you're thinking about starting your own business or you are in a business, like, yes, like analyze the other people in your space, um, mm-hmm. but don't cut and paste. Like don't try and be yep. a, a version of what they, of what you think they are really important yeah. to like know know your own messaging and know where you're you're coming from mm-hmm. authentically because that's how you attract clients or the right clients as well yeah. and that's really important so a hundred percent a hundred percent I couldn't couldn't have said it better myself like I think that's so so <laughs> true like I, I you know there's like that you know there's a, a value in doing I guess market analysis and looking at who your I guess uh, competitors are um, those in but, the same space yeah yes <laughs> those in the same space as you um, yeah. but not, not obviously, yeah, like not copying them, not using what they're doing as a guide for what you should do. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. and just finding where you, where you fit in that space because, yeah. Yeah. you know, you're unique. You've got something really special to offer and you just need to start, just start sharing it and your people will find you. 
Yeah, totally. Awesome. So do you work with um, clients locally and in- internationally or is it just like what's where's your client base generally? Yeah, so probably 90% are in Auckland. Um, mm-hmm. so that's for the that's for the one-on-one um, personal yep. styling package, packages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have an online styling membership called Style Me. So um, the point of that is that people obviously from around New Zealand and, and I've got a few Aussies in there as well. Um, yep. I'm in this, clo- this closed group where basically they have 24-7 access to me so they can jump on mm-hmm. and ask me any, anything um, style-related. We do live, se- live styling sessions. We've got like special little discounts and stuff for the group. Um, mm-hmm. So you, you can still have access to me and my services even if you aren't in Auckland. Um, and then Amazing. obviously being from Australia, I go back to Aussie every now and then and I've got a couple of awesome clients in Brisbane who – um, every time that I go back, they're like, can we book in for a session? So um, <laughs> I kind of, and I, and I do do a lot of shopping online from Australian labels. So I still have my fingers yep. in the pies of what's going on in Aussie um, in terms yep. of the fashion and, and the availability of stuff then. So yeah, so I'd say probably 95% Auckland based for the one-on-one stuff, but the, the blog readership is, is probably, I'd say 60, 40 Australian, New Zealand, Australia. Um, so there's yep. still a lot of Auss- Aussies um, reading the blog, which is awesome. Um, and yeah, like I said, the Style Me kind of opens the, the styling service up um, to yep. to more of Australia and New Zealand, I guess, as well, which is cool. Um, and I have kind of looked at coming down to other um, cities to do some workshops and things like that. I've actually done a couple of workshops in Hamilton mm-hmm. um, and that kind of yep. thing. But it's just I just also had two babies in two years so the timing yeah traveling at 37 weeks pregnant with a toddler at home was probably not um yeah. gonna happen so yeah, uh, yeah. So <laughs> definitely down the track something that I would love to come and do is come down to like Wellington and Christchurch and um some of yeah. the other kind of amazing towns in the rest of New Zealand and run some workshops um and one-on-ones down there but Auckland is where I awesome. am at mostly amazing chasing Kate around New Zealand can see it now. Yes. <laughs> chase, yeah, chase Kate around so, New Zealand. <laughs> chase Kate, chase Kate yeah. around New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, totally. totally. Oh, that'd be cool. Well, if you ever want to come to Christchurch and you need some help organising, just holler. I would um, love to have you down here, and um, you know, obviously. For purely selfish reasons, I want to come along to one of your workshops. So, <laughs> so if I can totally. help make that happen, I would Excellent. love to. <laughs> for sure. Awesome, awesome. So I know you've already really kind of touched on a little bit of advice for someone starting out, but if you if you could go back and give, uh, what did we say, seven-year-old Kate? Yeah. <laughs> Kate, Kate, pre, yeah. Kate pre-chasing Kate, <laughs> some advice. 25-year-old Kate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what would it be? Uh, take your business seriously. So okay. for so long I it was a hobby. Um, even things like I would invoice through a Word document and just get, you know, the money paid into my own account. I mean, obviously I still do my tax and things like that, but um, mm-hmm. it was things like setting up zero, um, getting a business coach, having some training, all that kind of stuff. And that's, um, you know, you and I were talking before kind of off air mm-hmm. about um, a training kind of academy that I went to and I did some fundamentals of business training um, and that sh- shifted my mindset in it was about treating my business like a business, not like a hobby. And I yep. feel like particularly... Mm-hmm. A lot of the businesses that we're starting as women now, I mean, it took a long time for people to take me seriously and people who didn't, didn't know me, um, mm-hmm. some people still, still don't get what I do. They don't, like, is that even a real job? 
And, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, so if I was only treating it like a hobby, why would I expect other people to, tra- to treat me like a professional? So the second that I started yes. treating it like a business, you know, and saying that I'm not a planner, like I'm very much, I, I go with the flow. I'm not a scheduler had children that changed mm-hmm. things because now they're very much on a schedule. But my husband and I both yeah. much, are quite organic, go with the flow. Um, so yep. I've never I've never had, um, you know, a succinct business plan, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess in my head I've got very clear things that I want to be doing and just like, you know, treating it, yeah, treating it like a business, like having some serious goals, mm-hmm. having some goals and having some, you know, some actual really clear goals. And that means clear in terms of, numbers and and when I say numbers mm-hmm. I mean I want 20 people at my workshop I want one yep. personal styling client every week um I want yep. to make x money so actually put figures put numbers and figures yep. in front of your goals and then mm-hmm. you know work it back down into into bite-sized chunks and then so if you've got a, a year-long goal if you break it down into weeks actually it doesn't seem as scary um yeah but yeah all that kind of stuff that felt quite grown up and boring I think (laughs) when it's your own business that's actually kind of cool like the fact that I can now go into zero um you know the accounting software and look at my projections like in terms of like so if I get a booking even if it's not for six weeks I still put the invoice in zero so I can actually forecast what income I've got coming in I can look at my like my my spending I can also because I've got several different parts in my business I can actually look at where my business is making money and also where it's costing me money so um, mm-hmm. I used to have a little online shop as part of my business and it looked like on paper it was making me lots of money but when I actually looked at it properly it was also costing me lots of money because I had to buy stock you know mm-hmm. so um, I actually made the decision to shut that part of my business down or to kind of like turn it down um, because yep. it was a lot of a lot of work for not a lot of profit. So even though it mm-hmm. looked like it was, actually it wasn't. Um, and just having those yeah. tools like zero and also mm-hmm. like like an accountant and a bookkeeper and a business coach that were familiar with my zero um, yeah. to be yeah. able to go in and go, ah, babe, not working for you. Um, and also, yeah. babe, babe, <laughs> stop stop spending so much money on clothes and claiming them for the blog. <laughs> Um, you know so that having tools treating it like a business I think is really important even if it's like even if you're making candles and you're making three a week or selling three a week it's you know set up a separate bank account set up um, a zero account have some people around you so do some business training do some networking all that kind of stuff Um, but yeah Yeah. as I started taking all of those things seriously um, I definitely noticed I guess I increased motivation, but B, I, my business boomed. So yeah, yeah. Treat it like a business. I'm going to make that. Yeah. Treat it like a business. And I love what you said about, you know, if you're not taking your business seriously, how can anybody else? And that is yeah. just, that hit me right in the feels. I'm like, <laughs> I get that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally, like, totally get that. else going to back you if you don't back you? Cause it's going yeah. to show through. Like, and it was so funny. I remember once I'm um, going to a very male dominated um, networking group and mm-hmm. standing up and talking about what I did and then actually have someone question literally said uh, to yeah. me is that even a business and mm. luckily <laughs> I was in a position where I was like yes actually it is otherwise I wouldn't be here but I feel like if you don't have that you're always going to come up against that particularly as a woman particularly in the like you know the more the more creative areas um, and look, 
getting dressed is something we all do, right? Going to the shops is something we yeah. all do. Everybody, everybody can do it. A lot of people think they can do it for other people. The reality mm-hmm. is it's a, it's actually, <laughs> there's so much more to it than that. And I think that as when I started to value my skill set, um, then I, I could actually fight back against, against those people who didn't see the value in it because I could say to them, actually, yes, ABC, this is what I do. Yeah. I even had a client once. She was hilarious. She's now actually become one of my best friends, but she, um, <laughs> the first time I met her, I remember so clearly standing <laughs> in her wardrobe and she goes, so are you worth your money? And I, without, <laughs> without, and, and I, it's so funny because if you knew her, you'd totally get it. Without, yeah. uh, without a pause, I was like 100%. And she was like, okay then. Yeah. She just needed to see my reaction. She needed to yes. see my, my faith in my ability yeah. in order for her to put her faith in my ability. But, you know, and even if I didn't feel like I was worth the money, I was like 100% I am. She was like, okay then. Yeah. <laughs> So fake it till you make yeah. it. So, so that, exactly. Like, so A, treat it like a business and B, fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Have that, have that belief in yourself. Even if the, the doubt is still kind of, you know, crawling up over your shoulder, just be like, yeah. no, I've totally got this. Yeah. I am worth what I'm charging. I should be charging more really. Um, yeah. And you will have the most amazing result from working with me. So do it. <laughs> and also the, the people that value you will pay that as well. That's, that's the thing. hundred like, percent. So they'll, they'll value, if you value your services, they'll value you and they'll pay you, you know, and the people who say yeah. that they can't afford you, they just don't see the value in your service. hundred percent. It's never, never about the money. And that's something that we've, yeah. um, you know, I, I talk about a lot, but I've also just, got back from doing some training in Australia and that was one of the biggest things was it's like no objection is ever actually about the money. Sure, people may yeah. not have the money at the time, but people are resourceful and if they can see the value in something, yeah. they will do whatever it takes to make it happen. So yeah. that is a hugely valuable piece of advice is that, yeah, you're just you, – if, if people say it's not about the money, it's it's on – on them not seeing the value, not yeah, yeah. It's not not, not that you don't have the value. It's not you, you know, you've got the value, yeah. but for them, for whatever reason, they just can't see the value in it. So yeah, and that's okay. Um, yeah, because it means that they're not going to get out of out of your service what they're expecting anyway. So yeah, you know, hundred percent. And if and think they they could keep following you, they'll keep reading your blog, and then in six months' time, they might you know the penny will drop for them or something will change, and they're like, you know what, I'm ready, I get it, yeah. I need this. Yeah, so, totally. You know, oh, I've they may clients, not be your customers straight away. Yeah, I've had clients like who've said to me, I've read your blog for five years and I'm, I'm ready to book Yeah, <laughs> You know, and, and I love that because it means that A, that I've kept their attention, but B, they've actually yeah. got to the point where I've like hit enough pain points <laughs> that they've gone, okay, fine, yes, I yes. get it. <laughs> I need your help. Yes. Sign me up. Cool. Yeah, that is so awesome. I, I love I love hearing stories like that. Like five years, that's a long time to be creeping on someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so have you got, um, I guess just to kind of wrap things up, have you got anything in the pipeline? Have you got any plans, anything that you're working on or are you just kind of going with the flow at this stage? I do actually. So Ooh, um, yes. I'm, actually, <laughs> I'm actually just about to announce um, some more workshops up here in Auckland, um, which will be cool because I, I kind of put them on hold when I had babies because obviously babies um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and literally had them back to back. So I was on maternity leave for probably a little bit longer than I expected originally. Um, <laughs> yep. So yeah, so I, and what 
I've done workshops before and they're, they've always been amazing and, uh, and I've done them in two ways. I've done like really kind of intense at home three or four hour workshops with a really small group of people that are almost like a half one-on-one, um, like we're talking yep. about 10 people. Um, I've done mm-hmm. some of those and I've done like kind of bigger ones with like kind of 40 and 50 women, which are a much kind of broader um, mm-hmm. uh, audience. And, and those ones were called Kickstart Your Style and that was basically – Really simple, basic steps to kickstart your style. Um, but mm-hmm. what I'm going to do with this series of workshops is actually, it, it's going to be exactly like it sounds. It's actually going to be a series. So there'll be a series of, I think, four at this stage. Um, mm-hmm. And they're kind of all going to touch on something a little bit different. So for instance, and this is just kind of working titles, but like the first one will yep. be how to double your everyday wardrobe. And yep. then we'll talk about how to create a capsule wardrobe. And then we'll talk, you know, mm-hmm. back to basics, how to shop your wardrobe without spending a cent. So there's kind of like different um, ones that you might kind of see the series and go, oh, that one appeals to me. Or you might yep. go, I need to know all of the things. And you can actually book, <laughs> yeah. book like a season pass to all four workshops. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that is something that I'm just basically going to start rolling out um, in from I think from April. Um, Mm -hmm. and the other exciting thing, which I probably can't say a huge amount about right now. So I'm actually one of the, um, stylists for the, the big fashion mall up here, Sylvia Park. Um, Mm -hmm. and we have some really exciting things happening this year as well. And that's, that's about all I can say about that because we haven't. Oh, hashtag watch this space. (laughs) Yes. So there's some cool things happening at Sylvia Park, um, as well. So I love working with the retailers there and I probably would take the majority of my, of my private clients there as well. So I'm really happy to be working with them a little bit more on some cool things as well. So um, yeah, so that the workshop's definitely Beautiful. a big thing. Um, and I guess Style Me, which is, like I said, my online styling membership is awesome. I'm going to do a little bit of a push on that. And I've got some really cool mm-hmm. – um, so one of the things that you get as part of your Style Me membership is some really special, like, secret um, discounts on, on particular brands and stuff that I love. Um, and mm-hmm. so I've got a couple more awesome brands coming on board with that in the next couple Ooh. of um, months as well. So that will be cool. So I guess the advantage of being part of Style Me is that you get – all my information first. You get my blog posts first. You get first dibs on any events. You get first dibs yeah. on one-on-ones, all that kind of stuff. And then hopefully going forward, you'll get first dibs or you'll get basically some little um, special discount codes just for being part of Starmy, which is and, – and we're talking big brands. Like these aren't just kind of random little things. These are some big brands that we're going to try this and work with. sounds so. – amazing i don't Very even know exciting. how much it is but i feel like it's worth the money like it's, it's, like it's under in my head it's under 100 amazing. for a year it's 99 for a year which is less than Holy. two two dollars a week for for, for 24 7 access to your, your own personal stylist so I oh my god girlfriend pretty good value I know. I feel like you're massively underselling yourself. And I'm just going to I'm just gonna put it out there now. Podcast <laughs> listeners, I would suggest you sign up now because I'm going to be talking to Caitlin and I'm going to be like, girl, raise your rates. Put that damn price up. <laughs> yeah, so, so everyone needs to get in now. Podcast special, $99. Podcast yes, special. it will be. Honestly, honestly, yeah. that is just that like I'm I'm excited I'm like oh I love a good discount <laughs> I'm yeah, a sucker totally. for a discount Same. <laughs> oh that sounds amazing so where can where can people find you online or I so, didn't say online <laughs> face, face, the, the book of face and the gram the book of face the, the two big mm-hmm. places so if you just search chasing Kate Dalcoach on both Instagram and Facebook 
Um, and, cool. and Kate, Kate is C-A-I-T. C-A-I-T, oh. correct. Yep. <laughs> C-A-I-T. Um, yep. Yeah. And then the, the website's just chasingkate.com. Um, and basically mm-hmm. all the info is there. So the blog's there, the um, one-on-one, the style me, all the information is there on the website. Um, um, yeah. So it's pretty easy to find because there's nobody else really called. Oh. Actually, that's funny. On Instagram that somebody else, because I originally had Chasing Kate and then for some reason I didn't keep it because I added Style Coach and then someone else stole it. I was like, what? Some random what? Random travel blogger oh. 11 <laughs> followers from Canada. And I was like, oh. Um, but I think it's pretty yeah, obvious definitely, when you see the picture. Yeah. Oh, it's me. Yeah, like, yeah. I, think, I think my profile picture on both right now is me in a tutu. So it's pretty – I'm pretty hard to miss on, um, on the old social. Perfect. So yeah, jump, on, jump on board and give me a awesome. follow. Yeah, and that's also a little hot tip is to make sure that your um, profile pictures are the same on both of your – or like any mediums that you're working on yeah. um, just so people can easily recognize you and find you. Yeah. Um, but look for the girl in the tutu and you'll find Caitlin. <laughs> Yeah. We're never sure what tutu is, right? Never. Never. Love tutu. But don't worry, if me you talk to me, I promise I won't necessarily put you in a tutu. So don't freak out when you see me in a tutu. I don't make everybody else wear tutus. Only if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for hanging out with me and chatting all things biz and telling everyone your awesome story. I absolutely love what you're up to. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see what the future unholds and definitely get your butt to Christchurch because I want to go to your workshops. (laughs) I I, I promise I will. And thank you so much for having me. It's always awesome to chat to you. I've had such a good time. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kate. Make sure you go and find Caitlin on Instagram and Facebook. Her Instagram handle, just a wee reminder, is chasingkate underscore stylecoach. And then if you just look up chasingkatestylecoach on Facebook, you will find her Her style workshops have also now been announced, which you can find more details for those on her Facebook page. And remember that her Style Me membership is only $99 for the year. And I can guarantee that she will be putting that up because that is so ridiculously cheap. So get in there while it's still $99 and before I've gotten into Kate's ear. I really hope that you have enjoyed this interview and this podcast. And I would love to have you inside the Business Builders Tribe uh, on Facebook. You can find us at www.facebook.com forward slash business builders. And in there, there is a wee little link to send a request through to join our Facebook group. It'd also be super rad that if you have loved this, if you could give us a wee share on your social media platform, take a screenshot, chuck it in your Instagram stories and be sure to tag us at businessbuilders. We absolutely love you and appreciate you and can't wait to chat again in the next episode.